It's time now for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teolos. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter and Instagram at pinballprofile. Email pinballprofile at gmail.com. And if you want to support on Patreon, it would be very, very kind. You don't have to. The show's always going to be free. But if you'd like to, Pinball Profile uh, is on Patreon. Just uh, if you can click the link, that'd be wonderful. Joining us right now, as you can see on video, yes, we're doing a video Pinball Profile. You can get the audio as well, but video right there that's the man the goat keith elwin hey keith how are you padres okay i knew you'd be talking about your padres who by the way at the time of this recording 500 team uh, underachieving soto's hitting under 200 well but i i because i knew you'd be popping off about san diego i put this shirt on stay classy <laughs> anyway uh by the way since you love the padres we'll get into pinball but since you love the padres um with your huge, huge stern commission checks from people buying all your Godzillas and your Avengers and Jurassic Parks, your Bond 60th and Iron Maiden, you should send me to every San Diego game. I went to Atlanta and I saw them win three games. You want your Padres to win, you know the path to get there, okay? Yeah, yeah you lit a fire under Nelson Cruz. <laughs> it was kind of the old man thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five hits in Mexico, that was good. All right, let's probably talk some pinball. Uh, uh, because uh, uh, we're not, if we're not going to talk Jays, we're, we're moving off of baseball. But anyway, I want to do this right now for a couple reasons. Pin Clash is coming up on Saturday, May the 13th, and it's the great production of Carl D'Angelo. Uh, Carl has done this before with your Jurassic Park. He did this with Avengers and now with Godzilla. And he said the response for Godzilla was the biggest ever. And and we're out of the pandemic. We had nothing to do before. We've got things to do, but people want to play Godzilla, Keith. Well, it helps if there's a ton of them out there too, so. <laughs> it does. It does. It's a very popular game. But, uh, I mean, people are, they spent weeks and weeks streaming this, and I got to tell you, it wasn't boring to watch. It was pretty exciting. It's intense. It, it's you, you like to say, I want to create a game where you want to play one more game. That's Godzilla. Oh, good. Yeah, I can imagine the uh, blowing it when you hit that, that uh, carnage bonus way up there. This that's it's a beautiful thing. You just you got to restart. You got to restart, or you just cash it in. That's that's what I love watching Carl when he he tries doing that. Well, should I go to Planet X or should I? Oh, I gotta build this bonus up, and he'll drain the next shot. And it's just it's just hilarious. It's I love that. I love watching Carl on IE Pinball stream, too. Who doesn't, right? He's very, very popular, does a wonderful job. It's a great tutorial. And then I go play a game, and it's frustrating as all hell because I'm nowhere near what Carl's doing. I like to bug Carl in chat. Put on a tilt bob. He's got a tilt bob and stuff. But speaking of Carl, and the funny thing is he's actually on this call right now. <laughs> like He's helping produce this this video. When he shows a brand new game, brand new game out of box, how are you, and maybe Jack, Jack Danger with Foo Fighters, how are you guys like, oh gosh, Carl's going to blow it up or he's going to find something out or he's going to complete the game? Is there some nervousness there when, when Carl gets behind the machine and just goes crazy on it? No, it's like, it's a challenge. So it's like, hey, right, here's a rule set. Let's see all the exploits Carl can come up with. And then... After he streams at once, and then Rick and I will huddle together. All right, let's do this, this, this. And then we'll send, usually send Carl a beta copy and see if he can break it some more. And now, when I watch, yeah, trust me, after I design a game is released, I don't want to play it 
when I do play it, I'm just looking for bugs. Um, so when Carl's streaming, I'm just looking for bugs. And now, you know, the code's pretty much done. So now I can actually go back and play it and enjoy it without, you know, well, I, I haven't really tested this scenario. And so uh, it's a lot more fun now than it was six months ago. I know you're in Illinois, but when you think of your old California buds, you know, we talk about Carl, but I remember way back when Iron Maiden first came out and I saw Jim Belsito hit upper loop, upper loop, upper loop, upper loop. It didn't take long for you and Rick Nagel to go, okay, code change. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a tough shot because that punishes you. All your games, you've got the upper flipper right there and it just teases you. And so many good players refuse to hit it. It's different in Godzilla when you're, you've got a destruction uh, bonus jackpot or whatever. Okay, you got to make that shot. But hitting that flipper, there's so much risk to it. And here's Jim pumping all the loops and, and making it. But uh, us lay people, you know, we miss and see you later. It's out the out lane. But uh, I love how you make those changes on the fly. The whole reason destruction jackpots on that shot was to force you to use it so um there's actually um if if you play the loop strategy whereas uh going to paris uh you take the power up that doubles the loop value um those values get huge especially if you have a magna grab attached because then it's 5x loops on the next uh go around so um i think it's if you're going for points you can definitely get there with the loops but well you know will tournament players do that probably not uh, okay. If there's ever if there's ever a tournament machine with a nice sweet loop feed, uh, like the Eric Stone did, where you can just do it all day, then it's actually a viable strategy. Yeah, I I, th I think of Indus not last year, the year before. Remember Walt Wood on Doctor Who? I think he's still looping it right now. I think he's still. There. <laughs> but yeah. you're, you're right. Um, you just said if you're going for points, so you're the guy who comes up with the rules, and again, Rick Nagel does a wonderful job, and the rest of your team there putting the code together. People, you you know this, you get the feedback from people who buy your games, and there are a lot of them out there. Are people playing it for points? Are they playing it for how deep they can get? Is it to complete it? Is it wizard mode? Is it all of the above? And and I assume it's a bit of both. What's the mix? What's the sweet spot? Yeah, it's uh, all the above. Some people, like I said, I call them lunchbox collectors. It's their, you know, their favorite, you know, license and it's like all they care about is oh yeah, yeah what assets does it have you know how, how does it look uh, they don't really care about getting deep into the game you got people who only care about score they don't care about assets or the way it looks and you got guys that you know it's kind of a combination of both so it, it's it really is a middle ground you have to pick uh this is why in godzilla you kind of put everything closer to the start button so you can see the jet fighters you can see uh you know, the building falling down and, you know, the mecha shield coming up, that, that's all really close. And, you know, hopefully it's something for everyone there, but then obviously there's a bunch more layers if you're going for a uh, score. One thing I like about all four of your games, and I'm sorry, I'm not including obviously bond uh, the 60th, that's uh, uh, the fifth game, but the four cornerstones. When I look at the pros, when I look at the premiums, I have a very hard time, saying the clear-cut winner is this version. They're both excellent. They both have differences, no question about it. Avengers, okay, you don't get that cool Captain Marvel shot, but you get another spinner. You know, you, you've got, you had so many different things. Okay, we're not doing the mech of, of Doctor Strange, but 
again, the game still plays the same. Godzilla, obviously you've got some pretty attractive toy with the building coming down, but you can still you've still got Mecha Godzilla and, and, and a tougher shot there. And, and and it's funny, I find the pro in a way even plays a little harder too because of uh, Mecha Godzilla, but they're both still excellent games. That's a real difficult thing, I would imagine you as you create these these Whitewoods and, and these games. How do I keep the pros just as good as the premiums? Yeah, it's it's a battle, let me tell you. Because, <laughs> uh, like you said, it's a much less dangerous shot on the pro for the Mecha Godzilla. So the trade-off was I had to make one of the targets uh, almost impossible to hit unless you're using the upper flipper. So uh, that was kind of the trade-off with that. And it's a much narrower shot as well. Um, it's, yeah, it's just basically you have to look at it. Okay, this meant goes. What can go in its place? And it's like, well, I got this much space. Uh, I can make a spinner and a, a loop. That's what. That's how we did it. I want to ask because a lot of times with Stern machines and other companies as well, the toppers will come out after the games are done. Sometimes a year, sometimes longer. These toppers come out, and to entice people to buy them, they they've added code to them. I'm not sure, and I'm asking because I don't know. Are you involved in the creating of the rules of those toppers, or is that after the fact and you've already moved on? Uh, yeah, usually. Um, it's usually should be a mode that didn't make the cut and, you know, we'll go through and revisit it and add different assets or whatnot. Okay. Wasn't sure. Um, again, pin clash coming up on the second Saturday in May. I want to make sure that is the, yes, it is May 13th. Uh, we're video, so it's tough to edit. You know, all the flaws are going to be here before I could cut out all my ums and ahs. There's none of that here. Anyway. Appreciate it, Keith. Um, so also in May, this is exciting for a lot of people, myself included, to see you travel abroad and play in Germany at the IFPA 18. I know from being over in Europe many times, they've been dying for you to come over. They might regret wishing that because of you're probably going to knock them out. But the point is, it's exciting. It's exciting to see you play in this big, big event and and you are very selective about the events you go to. So how come how come this one is on your calendar? Because well, my girlfriend really wanted to go to Europe. So she's like, let's go. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Uh, <laughs> yep. There's going to be a lot of, uh, um, I guess, they're conversion kits. I, I looked at the list. A lot of conversion kit games there that I've never played. So it'll be interesting. Oh, I haven't even seen that with the list. Like, Are you talking things like Bride of Pinbot 2.0, things like that? No, like the a lot of the old uh, ballet conversions. Um, I looked at the list and saw some game names I didn't recognize, and I looked them up. Like, oh, it's a conversion kit for eight ball, and there was another one in there too. Oh, great! Mm -hmm. Don't worry, the rules will be there. They'll all be in German, though. <laughs> I went. I went there. It was the first place I went to after COVID, and it's great. You're gonna love Bulls and Balls. It's spectacular in Fulda. Um, just a fun, fun venue with all these different rooms and pinball machines. And I had to play Peter Anderson, who you know is a former number one player, great player out of Denmark. And it's funny, I, I call him Mr. Video Mode because he won the UK Open playing video mode on Fishtails. That's how he won and then walked off. So I call him Mr. Video Mode because he likes to call me Mr. Inlane, which is a way of saying I'm lucky. Ooh, yeah. yeah it, it, it's, it's dirty. Anyway, well, Mr. Video Mode, we played on Corvette. And I know Corvette, but I don't really know the modes. That's okay. I can read them. No, I can't. They were in German. So 
I'm thinking the one is the RPM. You got to slap things. No, no, no. You just have to rev the one and change the gear. Mr. Video Mode beat me on that because of German. So you better brush up on your German there, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the raucous combo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, it is going to be fun to see you there. Um, I do want to talk about IFPA 17. You and I, actually, I was standing beside you when you were playing Escher in Game 9 against, against uh, uh, it was on Dialed In. You guys went back and forth. Game 9, it was in Florida. A lot of people saw it on stream that weren't there. You were there beside Adam Lefkoff. I was right there. Escher blew it up. Then it was your turn with needing about a million, let's say. And if I recall, you just walked up and said, you basically said congrats before you walked up and, and, and didn't play the third ball. What was your reason for that in your own words? I just wasn't happy with how I was playing. Um, it just, you know, when you play at a certain level for, you know, a certain amount of time, and you could recognize when you're not you're not playing how you should be. And I had many chances to put Escher away in that match uh, before that game. And then uh, when he blew up that ball uh, and got us all his sim cards, and I was going into ball three with zero sim cards, uh, I was it's like no way. <laughs> I, I recognize when I'm beaten, despite what anyone says. It's like I, I talked it over with Escher and his dad beforehand, so they were cool with it. So. I just like, let's get out of here. Well, I'm glad you say it because I've defended you for every time it's been brought up. I was on stream, in fact, and I said, no, no, no. He didn't walk away. He didn't pout and walk away. He actually tipped his cap. Like, it's actually a big sign of respect. It was a tip of a cap. Well done. I'm in jail. You just put up a beast. I've got, it would take me forever to get there. It was a good, obviously, game played by Escher and a good game selection too, right? <laughs> yeah i think that was selected by adam because he's he saw me playing daniele and asking him how do you play this i haven't played it in 10 years so yeah yeah hey those are the things i mean you, you went back and forth but uh uh you know what if you had a harder challenge maybe the round before maybe you would have been up to it but i think you beat some guy four straight yeah uh, Fifty thousand on warlock took it yeah, yeah, let's not talk about that. Uh, it's, it's been a race from the records. Anyway, it'll be good to see you in Germany at the, the IFPA 18. And uh, does this mean maybe you get to do more traveling? We've got to find more exotic places for you to go to, to, to you know, use your passport now to see you play other pinball tournaments. So anywhere but Canada, yeah, I'm good. What's wrong with you? By the way, I'm, you're on, you're, you, I, you can't even duck out of this because you're on screen. Your dad is Canadian. You're a half Canuck. Yeah, I spent half my vacations up there. I don't want to go there anymore. I didn't know you've been up here that often. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nice. Windsor, right? Windsor. Yeah. It's not our finest city by any means, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's somehow produced you and, and all the great things you do. I know you got to get going, Keith. Thank you again. Uh, we'll watch Godzilla with a lot of fun on Pin Clash. Can hardly wait to see you. You'll be on JDL Pinball on a lot of the streams there for. IFPA and uh, boy, this is going to be a, a fun and busy month. I know you're, you know, with your taking it a little low right now and, and just uh, relaxing while your cornerstone has to wait a little bit. Uh, it's nice to get to play some competitive pinball. Yeah, I need to start practicing because I haven't played at all. So, okay, I'm not going to, you know, I won't ask you about the cornerstone. 
But because there is this weight, does that mean when we see the game, it's probably because you've had a long time, you and Rick and everybody, when this game comes out, it's going to be almost full code with, with the exception of bugs and tweaks and stuff? No, the long wait will benefit the game after this because I'm always a game ahead. So so you're, you're on the game after the next one? It, yeah, this game's been done forever. So, Come on, Stern, get that line going. Let's go. <laughs> I want some Keith games. <laughs> hey, Keith, thanks very much, and I'll, I'll see you in Germany. All right. Thanks, Jeff. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and Instagram. Email pinballprofile.gmail.com. If you'd like to show support, you can do that. Patreon.com slash pinballprofile. I'm Jeff Teolis.